The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. So about a month and a half ago, a friend of mine, not a close friend, mind you, uh, we used to hang out 20, 30 years ago, and last time I talked to him was uh, about six years ago. Uh, but I considered him a friend. But anyway, he recently passed on. Uh, very young, in his early 30, uh, 50s, I should say. And uh, this was one of those people who you meet every once in a while in your life who's a hub in terms of social influence. He had a big presence about him. Hard to explain. But if you were to map out all of your social connections, who you know, where, or who you met them through. This guy was one of those guys that knew just about everybody locally. And he was a facilitator in terms of seeing the potential in people and helping them in any way he could. And I just thought, Certainly, whenever someone dies, you, you reflect on your time with them, who they were to you, and you can't help but do that. But the point that I'm trying to get to is, as we go through life, we should include in our plans to help people along the way whenever we can. Not to put it off or, or just think about yourself, because life is short. And you never know what's ahead. Even if you're working hard toward your goals, which if achieved, will help other people. For example, if if you improved on a service or a product, or in my case, offering a new tool to help with stress management. Even if your efforts are going to eventually help people, you should also help individuals that you come across along the way. It could be as simple as boosting their self-esteem a little, giving them some reassurance that they're on the right track, maybe introduce them to someone you think might be a good partner or might be able to help them in some way. And that's what my friend did in spades. I'll never be like this guy. This guy was special. But really, as you get older, when you think about it, There were a lot of people over the years that taught you specific things that stuck with you and shaped who you are today. And you want to be one of those people who someone else thinks of as having helped shape who they are. You don't want to be passive in society because you have valuable lessons, skills, connections, whatever to contribute. Even if you don't think you do, you probably do. And you'll find opportunities when you least expect it sometimes to help someone out 
in a meaningful way. And again, it doesn't have to take a long time or be a huge effort. It could just be a word of encouragement, whatever. And it gives you a special connection to society. And that could do wonders for your own stress level from a selfish standpoint. It's also especially important if you are leading some kind of team because you have a choice. You can either rely on some kind of power structure if we're talking about a corporate environment, relying on authority and fear to drive results, or you can be a leader in the true sense. And I don't mean you attended some leadership conference. Sometimes people will will say they just came back from a leadership conference. And I'm like, really? You went to a leadership conference? Now, I don't actually say that, but I'm taken aback when certain people say that. But anyway, going off on a tangent, but I'm talking about true leadership, mutual respect and goodwill and trust which draws people to want to be a part of your team and are inherently motivated. And how this ties into what I I was saying before about helping people is if you are leading them, they will feel that in some way, shape, or form, you are helping them in a significant way. But anyway, that's not exactly what I was going for as far as the the topic of today's episode. Just something I, I was thinking about. Uh, But to take it a step further in terms of looking at your whole lifetime, uh, we are only in this world for a short time. So every part of your life has some significance, right? You are a product of all your experiences through life, including your childhood, because how you were brought up influences your personality and how you process things, your attitude towards certain things. So if you had a rough childhood, got a slow start in life, maybe had a hard time adjusting to adulthood, that would help to explain who you are in the present. Research definitely supports the notion that how you're raised definitely has a lasting effect into adulthood. And this is important because when times get rough, and right now it's pretty rough time for a lot of folks, and You're working your butt off to achieve your life goals. It helps to understand how you got where you are now and why you're doing what you're doing. Now, there is a big difference between examining your past to help understand your overall progress and and your present situation and living in the past. Living in the past, to me, means you're making excuses for why you can't turn things around in the present, which would be weird to accuse someone of who's working so hard for the future. Um, so don't be afraid to take a walk down memory lane. It could be more beneficial than you think because we tend to forget things, even the good things. Of course, there are things you may want to forget, certainly trivial things that aren't really worth remembering. But this is why you can't assess your own progress by comparing yourself to others. You could have had a totally different upbringing that makes all the difference in how quickly or not you become successful uh, in terms of achieving your life goals. It is simply not fair to yourself to judge yourself against someone else because you just don't know 
their circumstances and how they were brought up and, and, you know, what starting resources they had. Um, You know, I've asked myself from time to time, if someone asked me what I thought the most important thing is that, that drives whether you'll be successful or not in achieving your life goals. And of course, no one has asked me that because nobody cares. I don't take it personally. (laughs) But of all the answers you could pick to respond to that question, for me, it would be perseverance. And I actually did an episode on this about six months ago, episode 79. Do you have what it takes to succeed? Perseverance is key. You may want to check it out if you haven't already. But to me, it all comes down to perseverance because you don't know what challenges you're going to face down the road, both in your career and personal life. And so you just got to ask yourself, are you going to do this or not? Are you going to commit to pursuing your life goals or aren't you? It's a very powerful question. I don't know that a lot of people consciously ask themselves this question. I'm sure many folks just hope things will go smoothly, but rarely does that happen. And your journey may not be or may be a lot longer and a lot bumpier than someone else's. That's life. That's life. But I'm here to say that no matter how much work there is and how many mistakes you make, If you wash, rinse, and repeat enough times over however many months or years it takes, you will eventually create something of value in someone else's eyes on the outside looking in. And at some point, they're going to say, you know what? I think I'll take a piece of that action. It's just a matter of getting far enough along on your own. And it doesn't just apply to entrepreneurship although it fits that perfectly, but really any life goals that you have, because to get past a certain level, you will need other people's support, whether it's something you need them to train you for, um, financial assistance, or just having enough hands to get the work done, whatever. Now, your attitude is all you. You own that. Nobody can make you have the right attitude. But if you do have the right attitude to succeed, there are things that can help make it easier for you. For example, if you find that you're pushing yourself too too much and, and triggering symptoms related to stress, which besides being uncomfortable or downright painful, uh, it takes your focus off your goals because you're now preoccupied with the health issues, there's always chronic stress monitoring in the My Stress Alarm app. I'm putting together a beta group right now and would love to have you. Just shoot me an email. Adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. But there are lots of programs out there that people swear by and support and feel strongly about. I call them the five pillars of wellness or five pillars of success. It's just a generic name I give to refer to whatever program uh, someone may be affiliated to or, or, or promoting. Of course, I have my uh, sustainability matrix planning that I like. And you can learn more about that in episodes 9 and 10, Beyond Chronic Stress Monitoring, and 45, 46, and 48, how to go from being reactive to proactive. But these are guidelines to help you move in the right direction, which makes it a, makes it a little easier for you. So 
There's no shortage of education out there to guide you in the right direction if you're willing to do it. Now, having the will and motivation alone isn't always going to be enough. I talked about this uh, about a month ago, episode 99, when it comes to change, the smaller the better. And I talk about chronic stress monitoring and how it serves as a catalyst for behavior change because it has all the necessary components. It's easy, there's a trigger, and how it kind of meets you halfway in terms of leveraging your intrinsic motivation. So you already have the motivation. Taking it a step further, as far as being productive, is where you would start getting into the sustainability planning. So just to wrap things up, understanding your past and why you are where you are can be very powerful in helping you through this thing we call life and pursuing your life goals. Be honest with yourself and make sure you're committed to pursuing your life goals, which I hope you are, because you are needed. Your energy is needed. Even if you don't think so, I'm telling you, we need you. And that commitment, that attitude will allow you to persevere and tackle any and all challenges that come your way. And there will be more than you know. And if you can help someone else along the way, just something little can go a long way to helping that individual. Let me tell you. Well, that's my two cents for this week. Thank you very much for listening as always. And I really value your feedback. Please, um, you can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page or always feel free to email me email me directly. Again, it's adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Stay safe and wishing you good health and success. Have you ever felt like you pushed yourself so much that it actually affected your health, either physically or mentally? If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, then my stress alarm might be just the app for you as it helps you walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. It takes just a minute a day, no wearables or sensors needed. Just go to mystressalarm.com to download for iOS or Android. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.